This is Big Red Birdies with Nebraska golfers Lindsey Teal and Megan Whitaker on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Big Red Birdies here on 93.7 The Ticket. This is Lindsey Teal, and I'm here with my teammate Megan Whitaker. Um, and we're just going to be talking about the beginning of our season to, on tonight's episode. Um, we got back to school. Everybody came back to campus this past week, so we're just getting through um, our first full week of back in classes and back into the in-season practice schedule. So we've had a pretty packed week, I would mm-hmm. say, um, just getting used to a lot of things again and kind of just getting in that go mode. But yeah, we had a pretty exciting um, weekend last week when we took a practice trip with our team as everyone was kind of coming back um, just to kind of get down and play on some grass again down south. So Megan, you can start us off just talking about that. Yeah, yeah. We flew down last Thursday. Um, we went to Houston, which was really fun. It was the first time, well, I guess this semester, we had a training trip in the fall, but we stayed in Nebraska and we were able to take the whole team. This was the first time we've like all flown together um, this year. Mm-hmm. So that was really fun. We went down to Houston and we played 18 holes Friday and Saturday and then had a practice day Sunday and then flew back for the first day of class but we filled those days with some awesome golf courses and very good food so it was a very fun weekend yeah yeah it was an awesome trip one thing I will say she mentioned it was the first time um we were able to play or go somewhere on a trip as a whole team um and that part of it was just really really cool I feel like we Mm -hmm. got a lot of great team bonding out of it and just all being able to you know be in the airport together fly together go to dinners together um and just playing golf and practicing all nine of us we we had a red shirt um who wasn't able to go but yeah just having the rest of the team all be able to be together for four days was really awesome Mm -hmm. yeah the coaches rented a 12 passenger van so we could all fit together so that that was really fun too that it wasn't two separate vans we could actually spend the whole weekend together yeah yeah I think we all grew a lot closer from that trip um but yeah on the golf side we got a lot of practice in Mm -hmm. um for some of us I would say we're pretty split on our team of the people who could, who live in warm climates, so they're able to practice still normally on grass and on their home courses over break. Um, And then about half of us who haven't seen grass in a while because of snow or colder climates. So we kind of had a good mix going into the um, practice trip. But yeah, we just wanted, the idea of it, I guess, was just to get down south, um, get on some courses again, see some grass, um, and especially the type of grass that we'll be playing at our first tournament. Um, yeah. down in Texas, we were playing on Bermuda, mostly the courses that we played. Um, and that's what we'll be seeing when we head to Florida next weekend. Mm-hmm. So it was just kind of good to get everybody back and in, back into the grind again a little bit and get into the long days of practicing and playing and yeah, just kind of come back yeah. from break in a good way. Yeah. And we started, so we flew there on Thursday and then on Friday we played Blue Jack National, which is one of like yes. the most prestigious courses in Texas our coach was able to get us out there which was just amazing that we could even play there and we had I mean it wasn't the nicest weather but I mean compared to what we have here it was we were fine I mean it was yeah it was really nice especially with starting out how our trip began we um we're supposed to fly out of Lincoln and that flight got canceled because that was when that snowstorm was supposed to come in um and so then on Wednesday, we heard that that flight for Thursday morning had gotten canceled. So then we were kind of panicking a little bit. We didn't know 
um, if we were still going to be able to go or what that would look like. But we ended up um, being able to fly out of Omaha just a little bit later in the day on Thursday. Mm-hmm. Um, so everything worked out there. We weren't able to play any golf on Thursday, but we just had a nice little travel day, um, had a good dinner that night, and then just kind of got ready for Friday at Blue Jack. So yeah, yeah, that was that was an amazing start to the trip and we were not going to complain about any weather no (laughs) because we were just so excited to be there and um yeah a a couple of our or our coach's former player and her husband um were able to get us on out there so they played with us um so yeah just a really cool experience I've never seen anything like that place before I I don't know if we can give them a little insight as to what it's like yeah, I mean, I mean, we just pulled up and the practice facilities are about the nicest practice facilities, yeah. I think, ever. And then you see, you look behind the clubhouse and they have a 10-hole par 3 course in addition to 18 holes designed by Tiger Woods. Yeah. <laughs> and the back nine is very similar to Augusta. I mean, uh-huh. like 10, 11, and 12 were identical to 10, 11, and 12 yeah. at Augusta. I, I mean, I could see that. I'm yeah. sure there were probably even more holes Yeah. similar or, you know, from other famous courses. Yeah. Gosh, even just thinking about the practice facilities, like we, I think we pulled up about 9 a.m. And I just wanted to stay there all day. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like, of course, I wanted to go see the rest of the course, but they were just so beautiful and the greens were so pure. Um, And then again, just like, just everything about it was so clean, so prestigious and just, just amazing. Yeah, we, each group had a four caddy that um, rode with us and helped us out with start lines and everything. And that was really fun. I mean, and then they had the best snacks I've ever seen yeah. on a golf course. They had a barbecue station where they served up brisket and beef jerky. Yeah. I mean, it was like that smoked was right there. And they gave you... 12. Yeah, yeah, whole 12. Yeah, that looks like Augusta. Uh-huh. They had I, a whole, like, jerky shack. It was they, literally like a little smokehouse. Uh-huh. And as soon as you opened the doors, you could just smell the smoker that was going all day long. Um, yeah, and they would give you brisket, jerky, all these different kinds of sauces to try. It was like food heaven. I mm-hmm. We did not go hungry. No. I ate so many snacks that day. Well, they had chili on the front nine. They had like yeah. a chili station and they had ice cream sandwiches and candy they had a everywhere. Whole, they call it the candy shop. So it's just like this whole little cabin shack mm-hmm. thing that's just filled with every single kind of candy you can yeah. think of. It was, it was pretty amazing. I'm still kind of at a loss for yeah. words that we got to play there and we got to experience all of that. But Yeah, and then... I, well, I think one of the highlights of the day for me was after the round, we grabbed some food and we we talked to the members we played with, and then we were able to go play the short course, the par three course as a team. Uh, we divided up onto two different teams and had a competition going, and it was 10 holes of like 50 to 100 yard wedge shots, which was just so fun. And those greens were still super nice, and there were bunkers. There were some bunkers inside the green. I mean, it was yeah. just like such a fun wedge course, and it's... 6.30 at night, the sun's down, and we're playing under the lights on this par 3 course before dinner. I mean, it was just such a cool, yeah. such a cool day. That was awesome. We had a lot of fun. It was like a good mix of we were still practicing because we knew that we could get a lot out of this little course that had some elevation and it had some slope to it. So we still kind of had to be um, thinking about, okay, where are our targets going to be or how can I get this wedge shot close? Um, but we made it fun enough and just all of us, all 10 of us or nine of us being able to play it together just made it such a blast yeah and there were some fun like I think it was the ninth hole had this huge backstop behind the pin so you could like fly it like 10 yards farther and it would come all the way back or you could run it up I mean there was it was fun to play it twice because you could do just as many shots as you wanted yeah yeah Yeah. it seemed almost like a mix of like 
putt-putt golf in a yeah. way like some of the holes were just kind of funky and kind of tricky um but also like a very solid practice facility yeah. too. like if we could play that every day and just hit different shots and hit from different tee boxes um i think our wedges would very much improve mm-hmm. <laughs> i agree with that so yeah that was that was a really fun first day um definitely one of my i would say one of my favorite if not my favorite golf memories i have in college or just golf days mm-hmm. of travel that was just awesome so uh yeah i think we were there from like 9 a.m to about 9, 9 p.m, PM. Yeah. <laughs> we spent that whole day there and i really didn't want to leave much yeah. i was just ready to stay there forever but yeah so that was our first day um the second day we got up in the morning and had a, had a few meetings um we had a couple of our coaches former players come talk to us there as well um so we got to meet them and just kind of hear their stories and learn a lot from them which was pretty cool yeah yeah, that was really cool just to hear their experiences because she's had multiple multiple of the people we met with have played golf professionally. So mm-hmm. it was cool to hear their insight about what worked well for them and how they got better and how they remember their college experience. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, a big thing, too, that our team, I guess, a big focus our team has had over this break. Um, we all read the same book called Discipline is Destiny. Um, and I would say we've kind of made that one of our biggest focuses kind of over the break as we all split up and then kind of came back together. Um, just, yeah, kind of what it takes to become a high level athlete, a high level golfer. Um, and just, yeah, seeing how discipline can really, um, impact a lot of areas of your life. So, yeah. And that was what a lot of, um, these girls that came to talk to us talked about too. So it was cool to see how that, um, kind of worked into their life and their stories, uh, in their golf careers. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was very cool. But yeah, we played, we had those meetings and then we went and we played another fun course. That one was a little more challenging, I would say, especially off the, it was just tighter. The, the, the first, the first day it was a lot wider fairways. A lot of the fairways were like, I don't, I think some of them were, had to be 60, 80 yards wide, but then at Blue Jack. Jack, Mm -hmm. Yeah. But Mm -hmm. then the first day, I mean, you saw the very first hole at Kingswood and it, it was not wide. So it was a much different golf experience, but it definitely helped all of our course management skills big time. And it made us better. Yes. I would say that day was a lot more focused on our landing spots and okay, let's get back to like our course management and how we look at this course where we um, dictate where we're going to be coming in from. I felt like that day was a lot more mentally challenging yes than the first day mm-hmm. <laughs> and we had some rain that we dealt with uh-huh. that day uh-huh. so it that added another a little more rain and wind so that added another element but yeah it, there was a very different we were i think whatever 20 minutes away between the two courses and it was just totally different styles of golf yeah. because blue jack was a lot more rolling and yeah. tee shots didn't matter as much but kingswood you had to be you yeah. had to have good targets and know where you were going yeah what are some things um, that you learned about course management from that course? Um, I learned a lot about the importance of knowing, I mean, this kind of sounds dumb, but knowing where you want to go. There were some blind shots out there and it definitely helped if you knew where you wanted to come in from. So mm-hmm. we saw some of the girls driving up to see what was ahead of them. And that really mattered just so you knew exactly, okay, yes, this is my target because there were some holes that you didn't really know from the tee where you were going Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. it makes it hard to commit to a shot and a target when you're not sure. Yeah. 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 I would say the biggest thing I learned, um, is just how important preparation is. And I think I, 
I saw in a way I've never saw before how important our practice rounds are and what yeah. they serve for us. Um, not that I've ever thought that they weren't important, but I think just being on that course where, like you said, there are a lot of blind shots and there are a lot of um, places around the greens and things like that where it's like sneaky hard, where you can't really tell until you get up there or until you hit your ball in that spot and then you see, okay, that was definitely not the place to yeah, yep. Um But sometimes it took us hitting there to even realize that, so... I think that was the biggest thing I learned, and I think I'm going to come into this season with a much greater appreciation for our practice rounds when we're in our tournaments because we can learn so much from that, and it can really tell us where to come in from, where not to miss, where our best misses are going to be. Um, and I think we all had a lot of learning experiences on mm-hmm. Kingwood from a lot of the situations. Yeah. So just good good stuff to take with us. Yeah. Yeah, we learned that the our group, the threesome that I was in um, – on hole two, how important it was to kind of know where you wanted to miss because there were some spots if you got above the hole, there was just nothing you could do to stop it. And Mm -hmm. it was just, Mm -hmm. I mean, it was just bogey at best. So yeah. We had a similar situation on hole one too. (laughs) There was was a lot of greens like that to where it was, yeah, definite spots that you wanted to be or didn't want to be. Um, And then I think also, I mean, we we played that course pretty long and it, it backed up quite a ways and our coaches had us play it. I think just to make it, more challenging and to have us think through everything even more um we played it pretty long mm-hmm. which made a lot of the holes um a lot tougher and almost um to the point where sometimes we couldn't reach in two yeah. on a par four so it really um made us focus on our short game and wedges especially it did yeah we had that um i there was actually one or two of the par fours i didn't hit the best drive and i was either in the trees or, you know, too far back to be able to get there in two. And so it put a lot of emphasis on the wedge in the putt, which I think was a really good way to apply pressure. It wasn't always fun there, still having 60 yards into a par four, but it was definitely a good wake-up call and, you know, how important the wedges are. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's something, too, we've worked a lot on um, over the off season and just seeing the numbers on TrackMan, and even though we're inside working a lot on our wedge numbers because that's something that we can do when mm-hmm. we're inside so yeah we've put in a lot of work there um but yeah so that was our Friday um and then we got to or no I guess that was Saturday yeah that with was everything Saturday. pushed back so that was Saturday and then our final day there um we just had a practice day so we didn't play we didn't play on a course um but we practiced for most of the day at the golf club of houston Mm -hmm. so we had a really great practice day out there i would say yeah and then we finished that day off with they had another par three course out there which was fun they had just a little three hole course um it was cool because they had three different flags on each green so Mm -hmm. it the flag would say this is hole one and so you'd play and then you'd move to the next green so (laughs) you would play the same three holes three times but it was all different pin locations and they had ridges and stuff in the greens Mm -hmm. to make them different so yeah that was a fun way to end lots of wedge work for sure a lot of wedge practice yeah i think um a main focus of that day we did get a lot of reps and we just had a lot of you know getting used to grass and everything like that with our whole practice day but a big focus of that day was our block practice and then also our pre-shot routines Um, and that's something that with our coaches we've had multiple meetings on and just something that we're really trying to focus on going into this spring season but I think it was kind of a nice addition um, to the practice trip because we were getting a little bit of both we had a lot of the technical stuff that we were working on all of winter and able to see how that transferred to the course but then we were also like okay let's not forget about these mental parts and the pre-shot routine and um 
you know, we had to go through and explain to the coaches every part of our pre-shot routine and why we did what we did. Mm-hmm. Um, and basically making sure that every, every action or every movement that we have in that routine is for a purpose since there is no wasted energy basically is kind of how I understood it. Yeah. So. I thought that was super important because I think that's one of the first things you can lose over the winter. Yeah. I think technically most people coming out of the winter, especially for us are pretty solid, but actually, you know, going and doing the pre-shot and figuring out, you know, picking targets and actually committing to the shots instead of just hitting into a screen again and again and again, kind of like a robot. I mean, you can just lose that really quick. So I think that was a good reminder for all of us coming back onto grass again. Yeah. Yeah. It's not something that we work on a lot when we're inside no. or when we're just feeding balls into a track man monitor. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that was good to think about again. And I think it'll, it'll help us as we go to our first tournament and just, um, we talk a lot about uh, just for the duration of the season, but also if we get to the places we want to in the postseason, um, being able to deal with and tune out distractions. And I think a pre-shot routine, a very solid pre-shot routine where you're very focused and just in that zone um, is a really good way to kind of tune out anything that can be going on around us. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it, it's been fun just this last week of coming back inside, seeing how, the pre-shot routine we practiced on grass, we can still apply inside now. And now yeah. that we've kind of all solidified our pre-shot routine, now every time we do it, and, you know, we're just getting better and better at it. And so, yeah, hopefully by Florida and especially by the end of the season, there should be no rooms, for, no room yeah. for distractions. Yeah. yeah, yeah, hopefully. Um, What was your favorite part of the practice trip? I think Blue Jack, just that yeah. whole, I, I, I really think the par, th- the par three course at the end, I think that was just the cherry on top yeah. of the day. I mean, you already had the amazing 18 holes, but then playing wedge shots under the lights, that was fun. That was awesome. Yeah. Um, I think, I mean, yes, the obvious answer is Blue Jack. That was, that was incredible. I think if I had to, I mean, just to go alongside with that, I think just all of the time we got to spend together as a team um, was just really great. And just all of us getting to practice together and just bond a lot over that trip was awesome um we're gonna cut to break here but we'll be back with our second segment quirky question here in a little bit this is Lindsay teal and megan whitaker here on big red birdies at 93.7 the ticket